this is the Your Money Hour podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. Actually, Malden, South Carolina, outside of Greenville. And if you ever heard of who I am, the Cody Grady of the Your Money Hour podcast and the Your Money Hour radio show on Rejoice 96.9. And you can check out more information about me at CodyGrady.com for personal finances, helping people to maximize their money so that they can live the life that they want. One and two. If you need help with your accounting and taxes, I got you covered too. Offering accounting, tax, and business advisory solutions for your small businesses. Mostly for nurse practitioners, because that's my, my niche. But if you aren't a nurse practitioner, I can help you as well. So today I'm joined by Leonard Pitts of Holy Smoke and then I am LP Enterprises in Greenville, South Carolina. So I met him through a mutual friend, Quentin Holland. Shout out to my boy Quentin. Thank What's you for up, that. Thank you for the Connect Q, and we're live today. So I'm talking about you. Who are you? And tell me about your businesses and what we be doing today, actually. Well, man, where do I start? Okay, my name is Leonard Pitts, aka LP. Um, born and raised in a little town called Clinton, South Carolina. Um, and I started my career as an entrepreneur at a very early age. As a matter of fact, around the age of eight around the age of eight, um, I grew up with my grandfather, who's also an entrepreneur, with my, my twin brother now, his name is Bernard. And um, I knew at an early age that I did not want to work with someone. I knew that working for someone would hinder me from what I really wanted to do with my life. Wow, so like, how'd you get started? I mean, like, what did you start doing at eight years old? We, we started at eight, eight years old, we started doing like, you know, selling cans, <laughs> Um, selling um, blackberries, plums, anything that we can get our hands on that's tangible, that someone would like. And we picked it up from my grandfather because we, 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 we were with our grandfather almost every day, all the time. And, and he was an entrepreneur. So my brother and I wanted to be an entrepreneur too. So we decided, we, 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 we decided to come up with ways to make money. And that's what we did. Awesome. So for me, I was a, I was an employee for years, and I realized that I guess many years later that I want to be like you. I don't want to be an employee the rest of my life. So I started my business too. So today, you and I have been on a journey with your businesses. You have a gaming bus coming next month. You have real estate down in Clinton, South Carolina, which we toured. You have in. We took. We actually went on on site to tour your. Well, I guess we're not property, but a property that you manage in terms of cleaning. And just tell us about those businesses. Oh, I missed. I missed the, the pool as well. The pool. Uh-huh. So let's start from this morning to where we are now. All right. So, um, the first our first stop this morning was at a, um, my gaming bus. Um, for all for, for all of you guys who follow me on social media, you guys have been seeing my post about this new, the new game bus um, venture that we're, that we're, I'm, I'm pursuing. And my first stop when I took Dakota, we went to stop at the game bus, which by the way is almost complete. And um, so we stopped there. I gave him a story about how that came to fruition. Um, shout out to um, Stephanie Priester for um, inviting me to the TEDx um, speaking in downtown Greenville uh, about two years ago. Uh, that was a seed that was planted at that time for me to get to where I am now with the gaming bus. So we were on the gaming bus and 
he showed me three TVs, actually four TVs, three where people can play games. You will actually have, I guess what, seven, six or seven seats on there inside the bus, actually grounded in the bus, so people could play. You had the with the PS5, the Nintendo Switch, Switch, and then you had the Xbox too. Xbox. Mm -hmm. So, and then you had like lights in there. To talk about that, just inside of it, paint a picture for people so they can know where they be getting if you come on site with them. Right. So when I envision this, I envision this as being an arcade on wheels, and I wanted the bus to resemble anything that dealt with arcades, from the lights to the um, um, to the persona, to the environment, to the atmosphere, the music, everything that you can possibly imagine. In, within a, in a within an arcade is inside this bus, and we have the most up to date technology there is. Um, all this, most of our our technology is used by the FBI and law enforcement. Um, it is a rolling hot spot. As a matter of fact, anyone within a block's radius of our bus, you can connect to our Wi-Fi if you have the password. <laughs> Which you probably don't. Nope. <laughs> And I was like, I was intrigued about it because I've only seen something that was, it wasn't a gaming bus. So I've seen, I told you earlier, people were riding on, it were like a cycling bus, drinking and singing and everything. So you told me the name of it, but I forget of it. But nothing like you have, I've seen in my life. So a gaming bus on wheels is awesome. So after we left there, we went next to where? The next place we went was to... The next stop we made was at uh, my rec center, Brookside Recreation Club. Um, most of you guys know that we were located at 712 Brooks Road in Malden, South Carolina. And we have a clubhouse and also a junior Olympic size swimming pool. It's really cool. We have music. We have um, ice cream vending machines. We have regular slack machines. It's a really, really cool place to come um, in the summertime. Um, I purchased the place in 2017 and it was a blessing to me because when I first walked in, it was in disarray, needed repair, and I just saw the whole vision. Um, my spirit spoke to me and said, You're gonna buy this place, and I bought it. So, when you when we went inside, I saw that you, you told me that you basically re renovated the inside. It was like it's like a you can do a presentation there, you got a big TV, you got the sound. Mm -hmm. Talk about that part right there. Well, well, we have a clubhouse, the clubhouse is about a thousand square feet. Uh, we also we have a 75 inch smart um, TV hanging on the wall above the fireplace, uh, where you know if you wanted to do um, corporate training, uh, if you want to have a birthday party anniversary, we've even had a wedding there. Um, so it is really really cool. Um, it's set up and it's set up for about 50 people, um, so small crowds. Um, and it's a really place to, to a really good place to come, uh, a, a really good place to have your event. Um, even like in the summertime, you can rent you can rent the whole place out for your your, your family reunion or anniversary or wedding rehearsal or whatever. You can rent the whole place out in the summertime. So off air, we talked about you you basically help people learn how to swim there. Mm -hmm. Talk about why you do that. I because. I think it's important for everybody to know how to swim. And especially in the African American community, um, I think there is about it's between 65 and 70 percent of African American or minorities that do not know how to swim. 
And unfortunately, God rest his soul, I lost my older sister last year in September to a drowning incident. She went to a, a pond. She accidentally fell in. She couldn't correct. And the, the person that she was with could not pull her out. And unfortunately, she drowned. And I and I used to tell her all the time, you got to learn how to swim. You got to learn how to swim. But like most African-American women, they don't want to get their hair wet. But I only get my hair wet. I only get my hair wet. But it's very important everybody to learn the, the basic, the basic swim techniques to get yourself out of trouble, get yourself out of work. So if you don't know how to swim, do you offer lessons at your okay? Yes, we offer lessons. Mm -hmm. All right, so and how can people sign up for that if they need to? They, they, they can sign up by um going to our website at brooksideswim.com. That's B-R-O-O-K. S-I-D-E swim S-W-I-M um, dot com. Go in and go and click on the contact me and leave your information and we'll see you and we'll, we'll call you. Cool, cool. So how did you come about buying that piece of property? Well, um, it was it was in the in the it was August of 2016. Mm -hmm. It was hot. I was looking for a place to swim. I went down there. Um and um I, I joined, I paid 50 bucks because it was the end of the year. And when I first walked in, I saw a vision. I saw a vision of me owning that place, literally. It's like, I saw the whole thing. And, and, the, and the property was in disarray, it needed repairs. Um, but I knew that I wanted to buy it at the time. But at the time, someone else, someone else was going to buy it. So I came back the next year with the intentions of just joining to bring my boys back there to swim. I was told that it was, it was up for sale. And long story short, I was blessed enough to buy it. I bought it in October 2017. Uh, we we did repairs um, and we opened up for business in May of 2018. Awesome, awesome. So how have you seen that blessed community? I mean, being that you basically revitalized that particular area, that pool. Oh, it has been a blessing. It is not just only for the Brookside community, I open it up to anyone that's in the in, in in the immediate area area that wanted to come bring it's a it's a kid um it's a family oriented um facility bring your kids um bring your your grandkids bring your mom bring your dad bring your granddad bring your grandma bring all your family here it's um it's um uh, family um oriented and we also have certified lifeguards cool cool so after we went to the pool came here to holy smoke talk about holy smoke how you and your partner got it started okay so now we are sitting in the restaurant um holy smoke family restaurant where we're located at 447 west butler road in malden and i met james in the year 2005 around prom um i had no idea at that time he didn't have the um the, the food truck but by the end of the year he had the food truck and i found out about it i went there i tasted food and i fell in love with it it was love at first bite seriously and we grew friendship and over the years we you know we started talking about on uh, the possibility of partnering up to 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 own a restaurant and just so happened this place long story short just so happened the place that i'm sitting now with this interview it came available 
and I called him up. I said, James, it's either yes or no. Either we're going to, I'm not going to do this without, I'm not going to do this with no one else but you. We can do this or we can't. I said, you tell me yes or no now. If you tell me yes, give me a few days and I'll work out the, I'll work out the, um, the details. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, I hung up the phone. Um, about four days later, I had all the uh, details worked out and we closed on it about three weeks later. So being in the restaurant industry, two things. First, how have you guys been able to differentiate yourself? One, how have you all been able to, what are the storm with the pandemic? Well, we started in the height of the pan- pandemic in March. We started and we opened in April. And because James and his family runs a food truck, they're used to carry out. They're not, you know, they're used to carry out. So our model, we was we were basically setting up the restaurant to run as carry out. That was it. Carry out and nothing else. And we bought all the equipment to handle that. But then, you know, fortunately, Governor Mac, 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 Mac the governor of South Carolina, <laughs> he um, he he opened the reins up a little bit, and so you know he he let the restaurants have all fifty percent capacity. But at that time and and today, till today, we have not opened up fifty percent capacity. We're about forty percent capacity. But we out the business is great. We open up on a Friday. We had to close down three hours after we opened. Mm. Um, we had to regroup. Um, the next day, everything ran smooth, smoothly. And then the next week, everything ran smoothly. In seven business days, Dakota, in seven business days, we recouped 100% of our initial investment into this property. Wow. 100%. In the height of a pandemic. Did you hear that? Say in that again. the height of a pandemic, <laughs> We were favored to recoup all of our initial investment, even even when we shut down the first day of operation. And not only that, we gave everyone in our staff a bonus, showing their appreciation for believing in us, for believing in us to come and work with us at this restaurant. So in other words, no excuses. <laughs> no excuses, yes, no excuses. No excuses for making money during the pandemic. I mean, if you want it to happen, it'll happen. So talk about the grit. Because, hey, having grit, being a business owner, how does that translate into making money? I mean, it's about the The grit. The The grit in terms of being, let me just explain grit. Basically, like, the toughness. Like, being tough, grit. Like, do you got to have that in the business? Talk talk about that. You've got to. Hold on one second. Thank y'all, folks. <laughs> Are you guys leaving now going to New York? That's just awesome. So you drive to Philadelphia tonight, you're going to stay in Philadelphia, and then you go to New York tomorrow. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, give us a Google review. I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank you. And this is live. That's right. This is live. Oh, Real this, life stuff. This is live. <laughs> and that couple that just left here, they are, they are on a trek from Los Angeles, California to New York. And 
the story is they just told us that they they wanted to find the best barbecue in the upstate and our restaurant popped up we were the best and i'm not just saying that based on people's reviews we are the best according to google reviews that's all i'm gonna say okay let's go so grit <laughs> grit okay grit. okay grit my opinion entrepreneurs are the most faithful people in the entire world why because we have to get up every single day every day and we have to think whether or not we're gonna go and grind for ourselves or we're gonna stop that grind and go and work for someone else mm. on their pay on, on, the, on their pay scale mm. so as long as you have a plan as long as you have a vision as long as you have a passion there is nothing that you cannot do i repeat as long as you have a vision a plan and a passion there is nothing that you cannot do i know i am living proof i can tell you that do you hear that right vision plan passion and last part is what execution execution there you go. Execution. Yep. Talk about that because we got we got to talk about like two more businesses, right? Or think two more businesses. Real quick, execution. How do you execute your plans? Well, what I do the, before I start any venture, I'll take seven days. I'll take seven days and I'll weigh all the costs. I weigh all the pros and cons. I weigh all the pros and cons to what I want to do. And I'll write down a one page, I have a one page form that I have. It's a simple, it's a very simplified business plan. And I do my research. I take seven days. I, I commit myself to seven days of whatever new venture that I'm looking into. And after that seventh day, if everything falls in order, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go, go I'm gonna go get it with 100% force. But after seven days, if I'm uncertain about what I'm doing, I will either just just forget about it or lay it to the side to another day. So off air, we talked about basically you getting advice to how important is getting other people's advice about your ventures because it's important to get feedback. But how important is it? I mean, is that for you? All right. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, okay? Because you need you need y'all need to hear this, okay? Don't listen to nobody else when you're talking about your ideas and your visions. Because God did not give that to no one else but you. Only you know your passion and only you know your drive. So don't, just because someone comes to you and say, you, if you tell someone your idea and they might say, oh, that's not a good idea. No, don't do that. Okay, as long as you put your work in your, as long as you put your work into it, and you research it, don't listen to no one else. Do not let anyone else deter you from your dreams. Mm. So get advice, but make sure you keep your vision. The vision, the main thing. Oh, and if if you get advice, make sure you're getting advice from people that are doing something that's similar to what you're doing. Mm. Don't just go and just 
just bringing an idea off of somebody that does that's doing nothing, you're wasting your time. Mm. If you're gonna get advice, get it from someone who's doing what you're what you're pursuing doing. So when we left the restaurant, where we go next? Where we go? We're down to Clinton. Oh, went to Clinton to the hospital. <clears throat> okay. Before that, they went. Was that no. the, the hospital was next, right? Or was yeah. it the? No, the hospital was next in the subdivision. Then yes, great. The All right. Yeah. Good. So I took Dakota down to to the hospital. Most of you know that I purchased an old segregated hospital in Clinton, South Carolina, um, last year. As a matter of fact, I bought that hospital in January of 2020. Mm. I bought that. I bought the hospital in January of 2020, right before the pandemic hit. Okay, and right after the pandemic hit, on top of buying the hospital, I go in and buy a restaurant with two partners. <laughs> Um, so I bought this rest, I bought this hospital, and when I when I first drove the hospital, it was just like the pool. I saw it, and I saw I just I just saw the whole thing just re- revitalized, just the whole thing, and it was in my spirit. I went out and I did some research. I did my research, and I made my offer, and I got it. <laughs> so, what's your vision for? That piece of property. We we walked around. You showed me how we asked to walk inside of it. And you showed me that the roof had been repaired. And you basically gutted the whole place. Mm-hmm. What's your vision for that? The vision for the the vision for Hayes Hospital is the vision's highest and best use. Whether it be student housing for uh, Presbyterian College or the pharmacy school in South Carolina, whether it be housing for veterans. Or whether it be some type of um, assisted living complex, so I'm gonna build it out. And it is, there's an old saying: if you build it, they will come. So I'm gonna build it and hope they come. Awesome. So you got a vision. You got options. It sounds like yep. you want to do exactly. Yep. And the last piece you took me to a subdivision. I'm like, man. Yeah. You not only took me there, you showed me the actual plan, the plan of that. Talk about that. All right. So. I purchased this subdivision in 2018. Um, I was actually looking at it since 2012. I actually put the, if you were to go back on my Facebook page and go back to 2012, April of 2012, you will see where I posted my vision there about the subdivision. At that time, the subdivision was not for sale, mm. but the, the owner of the subdivision told me, hey, when you get ready, I'm gonna sell it to you. And that's exactly what he did. And that was nothing but God. As a matter of fact, everything that I've done, it's not because of me, it's because of who I serve. It's not because of me, I'm telling you, it's not because of me, and because of the favor that has been placed in my life. Okay. So I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that God gets the glory, especially with the subdivision. So in all of my, in all of my floor plans, they are, they are named after biblical names. Abraham, Joshua, David, Peter, Naomi. Okay, all of my floor plans are biblical floor plans. And that cutter set right there that we went by, that's called Royal Court. I changed the name to Royal Court. Ooh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> So, for me to be able to sit with you and you take me around the whole, basically a whole day for the most part, 
it opened my eyes up to seeing it. Of course, I mean, I don't, I'm a minority of black man. I didn't see many examples of minorities owning businesses. So you've had multiple businesses. Oh, we got one more. You stopped it. The place, it was like a low income. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about that part of the business too. You have IMLP Enterprises, right? Yep. Talk about that. So this is, I, I'm also a, um, a government contractor for the um, South Carolina Regional Housing Authority. And um, I was I was blessed to get, to get connected with them um, um, several years back. And um, by me being able to get connected with them and operate in the spirit of excellence, uh, I became one of their one of their top contractors for the work that I do for them. Okay, because my company operates in the spirit of excellence. Um, my thing is, no place that I'm going to work on that I would not live in myself. So everything that I do and everything I fix or repair, I'll go and live it in myself. I have no problem doing that because I know. I know what I expect and I know what myself and my team put into these projects. Awesome. So excellence is important in your business, not just to be in business, but you want to be yes. excellent. How we, what you're doing. Yes. Great. So hey, before we close, you talk about your faith. How important is your faith in your business? Oh man, faith is, you mean we cry, man. Faith is, I can't even describe it to you, man. It's like, I was homeless, man. I was homeless. I was, I was homeless. I had a million, over a million dollars in judgments, three thir- a 330 credit score. Um, and when I was going through that thing, God told me, hey, trust me and I'll take care of you. And that's why I do. I trust him because I know that he's I know that he's gonna take care of me. So yeah, so I am a Christian. Um and I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not afraid to say that. I am a Christian and I always will be. So before we close, any th- final thoughts? Um believe in yourself. Um don't let anyone else deter you for your dreams. Because your dreams are your dreams. Your dreams are no one else's. So whatever you want to do, you can do it. There is nothing in this world that you cannot do. Nothing. And everything that I've ever wanted to do since I was a little boy, everything with the exception of skydiving, everything, I've done everything. I've done every, I've done my bucket list. I've done everything. That I've ever wanted to do in my lifetime. Awesome, awesome. So, how can people find out about you, your businesses, and stay connected to you on social media? You can stay connected to me on social media. Um, uh, it's Leonard Pitts. It's spelled L-E-O-N-A-R-D. Leonard Pitts. Um, my my profile page has my family as a cover, and it has me standing in front of a blue Lamborghini on the on the profile, um, and. Even though my even though my pages is my pages they're full of friends, you can follow me, um, and I can follow you back. But all my my friends my friends are are, are maxed out right now. You know it might be it's gonna be a time soon where I'm gonna go through a pruning season to prune some of those friends out. But right now 
I'm my friend this is for. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me, Leonard, and thank you for the opportunity to connect with you and just learn about your businesses and you as well. Okay. So this is the Your One Hour Podcast. Check him out. Look, connect with him on Facebook and where's website. Um, I am I am I am Leonard Pitts. I am I A M L E O N R D P I T T S. I am LeonardPitts.com is my website. Um, I am Leonard Pitts is on uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, um, YouTube. So all all the social platforms. I am um, Leonard Pitts. Leonard Pitts. Awesome, awesome. Well, this is the Your Money Hour podcast. Check it out on my. Facebook page, because basically I tell people when you go lunch, which is every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern time. You can watch it on YouTube. You can check it out on Google, Spotify, and just follow me. Also, on Saturday mornings, you can hear my Human Hour radio show on Rejoice 96.9. Stream it online at Rejoice969.com. Again, thank you for your time, Leonard. Thank and you. this is the Human Hour podcast. All right. <laughs>